back and we 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 back This ain't no intro, this the entree Hit that intro with Kanye I sound like Andre Tryna turn my baby mama to my fiance She like music, she from Houston Like Auntie Yonce Man, my daughter couldn't have a better mother If she ever find another, he better love her Man, I swear my life is perfect I can merge it If I die, I'll probably cry in my own service with the pain. This is like this many rings. Y'all know what I mean. This for the kids of the king of all kings. This is the homiest thing. This is the beat that played under the world. This is the sheet that Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Two Bucks Podcast. This is our second take, so I'm going to put an applause on it because my mother wanted an applause. But hello, welcome to the Two Bucks Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Wavy Dante. And I am Don D'Antoinette. Insert applause there. So you weren't supposed to say insert it. It's just going to be there. That's why I said hello again. Anyways, we are back. It has been a long hiatus. It has been. It's been it's been about two months almost. Almost two months. Wow. Yeah, because I tore my Achilles early March. Right. We posted that episode late March, right before your birthday. Oh, that's right. And then... We were supposed to come back after my birthday, and we didn't. And we didn't, because it's, it's an injury, bro. It's just... You had an honest injury with a full-blown surgery. I mean, dude, I haven't even had a surgery. It's crazy. It's really crazy. They, like, put you out. Put me out. But we're back. I'm walking again also. Probably no going to have another applause for that. Thank you, know? you very much. I appreciate so, uh, it. So we are walking now. No cast. Physical therapy. Got to do it all on my own, which was surprised to find out. But yeah, because the doctor said he didn't really need any. And I, you know, his right. mama is like, whatever. Let's go get a physical therapist. So we're, we're making some stuff happen. But um, yeah, welcome back. Thank this is you. um relationships part two, kind of building off of what we said or just in conjunction with what we had in relationships part one and how we understand relationships and um yeah because we had a, a nice little talk yesterday yeah you know, sunday mother's day after it was mother's, mother's day. day happy belated mother's day again yeah i love you thank you love you too <laughs> um but yeah we went to church on sunday as we do more often than not we can better consistent with it i will yeah, say but we have some serious bedside church because our church is online. And, oh, yeah, our church is online. And we so. sometimes, hey, just, just keep it real. Roll out the bed or sit on the couch, whatever and, and works. watch from the sofa. In your pajamas. Same word. Don't <laughs> let it be communion Sunday. We come get our juice and our crackers right out our refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my communion. Don't don't trip. Let a man, what do you say? Let a man eat at home. There you let go. Let a man eat at home. <laughs> if he's hungry. If he's hungry, but not. Okay, take, we're taking that out of content. Let's stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this past Sunday, um, something was dropped in my spirit because he said it was one thing for me. And then one question I had for you as well. Okay. When he said, um, God's the greatest way to honor God is to see his plan working is the plan that he had intended for family specifically is what he said right. working. So, um, which he finished, which he said was, um, uh, man and a woman a husband and a wife mm-hmm. and did he say mother and father i think he said it, it all related to the same thing mother father husband wife yeah it was all four of children. those actually that was no it wasn't any children it was just no, it was mother true. father husband wife yes and there was yes. A, it was a unique difference in that because right that maybe signifies the grandmother and the grandfather or yeah. you know it's just different and me 
anyways, that wasn't really what we dropped. That's not what we're spirit. trying to get to. What was dropped <laughs> in my spirit was when he said, um, that that's the greatest, that's one of the greatest ways to honor God and worship God. And then, you know, as we grow in our walk and as we do our best to live these spiritually led lives where we always check ourselves and we always understand things differently. We have to constantly renew our minds and change things that we understand and feel. So my question for you was being an independent woman kind of off the last episode of the strength of single mothers and what we said, right. And being an independent woman, what with understanding that God wants you to marry someone, it's like, what, what do you feel about that? Like where, where do you, as a, as being an independent woman and being perfectly fine with being an independent right. woman and enjoying it? Right. How did you take that message? I think that's my question. I think so. I think that's what you're trying to get to. I think the main thing though, and I think this is why is because, you know, part of the independence and part of being an independent woman, mm, I don't know that I find it enjoyable. I don't take that definition. I don't define independence the same way that other people define it. How do you define it? I defined it as, I mean, I am, I'm strong. Mm -hmm. I move on my own. I can do my own things. I can take care of a household. I can clearly raise a kid. I can do what needs to be done, but I never did it alone. Mm -hmm. I always did it as a child of God as well. So therefore I was always praying. So I didn't, I'm independent, but I had, I believe that I've always had the Holy Spirit and Jesus with me through this whole thing. So I wasn't by myself. So yeah, it looks good on the surface because in the natural, it's just this woman just working it out, like, making everybody it happen. Says, mom's so incredible. And she is. <laughs> I always say yes. My mom's one of the most incredible women I know to walk this earth. Yeah. But I got down on my knees, you know, I, I prayed, mm-hmm. I, I, I made sure that I stayed focused on that part of my life as well to be able to maneuver the part of my life of being single and having to do everything on my own. That was never my plan. Mm -hmm. My plan was never to be, I can't say that I ever thought that I would be single. I can honestly say that I believed that I was going to get married, had a little white picket fence. 2.5 2.5 yeah, kids. You had a little boo. You say 2.5 kids? What's you know, half a kid? I don't know. That's what they used to say. Maybe that was the dog. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the point yeah, five was the, the standard dog. understanding of like a nuclear family. <laughs> exactly. Like white picket fence. White picket fence. 2.5 kids. Mom and dad. 5, two cars. You know. I think the point five. now that I really sit here and think about it, it was probably the pet. It's definitely the animal. See, it wasn't a kid. But mm. uh, anyway, a pet is a kid. We've already had this discussion. So then times. now with like your understanding of or you're just time with being an independent woman because mm-hmm. well, I've been around 23 years almost now like with where are you at now with all of that do I I guess uh, would I be okay basically what this question is mm-hmm. be is, real be would real. I be okay with the fact of getting married at this point mm-hmm. where where would I do would I follow what is what's in the word mm-hmm. that Man and woman, husband and wife, is what is cool in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Not that he's mad because you're single, but, you know, because if you're single, you're single. Mm-hmm. Some people don't need to be married, you know, and some people, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it he is. Ain't and mad he, at you. He's yeah. not mad at all. But when I look at the general thing, would I get married at this stage in my life? Probably so if I found the right person. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the right person found me because that's probably the problem. You know, your mama was a hunter herself. Really? Riding up, Man, please. I used to go... What was it called? I used to call it manhunting. It was a it was a playoff of the Little Rascals. The Little Rascals used to have this show, this one episode that was called Bug Hunting. And mm-hmm. they used to go, we going bug hunting. 
I would get in my Volkswagen Herbie, drive down Crenshaw, and I would say, walking out the door to my mom, I'm going manhunting. And I would drive up and down Crenshaw with my girls. We would come home and back there, Dante, we had papers. So you had all papers full of numbers. Numbers. Damn. And you would just pull them out your pocket and throw them on your bed and boom, there's all your numbers. That's the way it was. And then when we got beepers, oh Lord, then we had numbers coming up with, who, who's calling us? It wasn't no name, just a number. You had to call them back and you'd be like, ooh, your mama was so tough. You'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't remember who you are. What card did you have? That's real. Yes. That's real. <laughs> and they would be like, what I was a what did you have? man. That's the way it was oh, back in the day. I couldn't remember no names. If you didn't give me no number, if I gave you my pager, I'm sorry, you're not the only one that got my pager number. How am I supposed to remember your name? Okay, that's enough. We weren't supposed to be going there with this. It's all good. I understand. <laughs> I'm a hunter too sometimes, you know? I was. I, I don't was. be hunting like that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't hunt like that. In, I can't say that. I can't say that. Right. During first few years of college, I was a hunter. High school, I wasn't a hunter. I don't know. I was I was never like, you know. We okay, well, out. you need to be a hunter. Don't find no woman that's coming down and chasing you down. Please go and get the woman. Oh, I'm going to definitely get the woman. Okay. I think I think that me chasing right now specifically, I, I ain't hunting nobody right now. Cool, I get that. I, I'm not hunting at all. I get that. <laughs> I ain't trying to hunt. <laughs> I'm trying to chill, but there's post so up. many little girls that I know just like you and that just think that you're just so handsome and that, you know, got this voice and you got all this going on. Up and coming entrepreneur here. Ooh, Dante, Dante, Dante. How you handle that? Um, all right, so I'm gonna do this disclaimer for literally my entire life. My mom has told me, Oh, the girls that are gonna call my phone, <laughs> there weren't any girls like that calling her phone ever. Hello, we didn't have no landline. Get real. So, you had a cell phone at what age? So, it was sixth grade I got my first phone. No, eighth. No, it eighth, was sixth, not sixth. It was sixth grade. It was sixth grade. Remember, I got to middle school. Oh, middle school was middle, sixth It was grade. that summer before sixth grade. That's right. I did let you have a phone. You had me have a phone. Oh, I had ringtones. Kiss me through the phone. Get like me stunting in so, the habit. the girls were calling you, right? Um, It wasn't. Okay, so it's different. Phone calls were out the window. Have been out the window for a long time now. So it's all text messages. And remember right. when I had the rumor? Right. I was texting everybody. I remember right. I had a little paragraph message at the end of it, like, you know where you say regards mm -hmm. your name mm -hmm. had crazy names like acolyte of faith when i did that little thing <laughs> had just buchanan ballers had right. little names but i don't know I've, it's never been a it's it never been a has been girls coming after you you but it's not like it's not like dante i didn't mean that they were going to be like lined up thousands See, out the i door. think that's what i take it as what you understand but yes of course you know i'm, I'm I talk to I talk I talk too much is what it really is I talk to everybody I talk to any and everybody about anything and Dante I have been out with you where women have looked at me going hmm let's see if we can figure out how to talk to this His dude mom. right hey, here if you see me in public and you try and talk to my mother I'm not gonna have interest <laughs> in you I'm just letting you know right now that's not a that's not a way to finesse it, it's not happening because I know girl, exactly what's oh happening. Oh my gosh, the little girl that did it to you at the restaurant when you're like, and she was so sweet about it. She, she was so smooth about it. She was like, oh, it's so nice that your sister is paying okay, for your lunch bad, today. Though. She was bad though. She was bad. I need to go back up there. Yeah, see, look at that. Right back over She there. was doing her best to say, this ain't your woman, your right? Sister, yeah, her sister. Her sister paying for taking oh, her little goodness. brother out to lunch. I was like, uh-huh. 
Dante, she trying to get you. And I just laughed. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not hunted. You feel me? And okay. I'm, we'll segue this into what, what dropped in my spirit and got me to a point of like questioning myself and mm-hmm. what I got from that word mm-hmm. was um just me understanding how to honor God with the relationship is you're supposed to wait until marriage to have sex. Right. Now, a part of the reason I'm not trying to hunt right now is because I'm not trying to fornicate. I'm not trying to have sex with nobody. I'm not trying to romanticize, be intimate with no one right now. <laughs> I just, I really want to chill. And it's weird to say that in your 20s, I think, for a lot of people. Right. I think there's other people that also feel this way too. And they're right. trying to understand themselves in the way they understand sex as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you're a kid and you know you think you know what you're doing. You have no idea what you're doing. We barely know what we're doing at we 50, barely, trust me. At 50, you don't know? You barely know oh what you're doing goodness. at 50, well, unfortunately. Uh, sorry. Well, what what got me questioning myself is that, like, me understanding the relationships I've been in, mm-hmm. sex has been a part of the relationships. Right. And I've expected sex in the relationships, right. being completely honest. And I've wanted sex in the relationships. <laughs> it's not like, you know, I'm like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Like, right. it's, it's a mutual thing. Right. So me believing in God that, he will say hey Dante that's your wife and when I go hunt for her mm-hmm. and he's like yo yes good job that's the one mm-hmm. how do I keep my flesh under control or can I was I was asking myself can I keep my flesh under control to wait with my wife or wait with the woman that I'm going to marry and I remember when I was a kid I was like I ain't waiting what I look like <laughs> I need to try this I cow try out this, yeah. I ain't getting this milk Mm-mm. what if this is spoiled, spoiled milk you, right but and it's crazy because me and crystal my homegirl crystal montez shout out to crystal hey my we, daughter <laughs> we talked the last night and i was telling her i was like yeah i just i don't know if i could do that and she said i think i think you could mm-hmm. and i started to look at examples of other people in other marriages where they did that right megan good right and then sierra and russell wilson and the testimony I see in those two relationships is how God manifested. Mm-hmm. Like there's a clip where Sierra was on The View maybe a day before Mother's Day. And it's Russell Wilson saying, happy Mother's Day. I love you. Mm-hmm. Just just in public, you know, just publicly loving his woman. And then baby future. And then her other child. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a daughter. I it's a daughter named Sienna, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're saying, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing she says after that video, is she's crying, you know, because she's getting right. A video from her husband while he's over here and she's over there and wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it. Right. She starts crying and says, God is good. Mm-hmm. And they waited till they got married. Megan Good and her husband. Her husband's making movies now. Right. Well, yeah, because he's he's a I think he's a preacher. He was he is a preacher, I think. Mm-hmm. And when he met her, that's what he was doing. And so he told her that she had to wait. Now see on the flip side of that, see you're talking about the women and the men that were telling these women that were already you know, doing, doing things. Yes, yeah, Sierra, Sierra the had at the top of her game, With had future. a baby, was doing her thing. We all know how Sierra get down because we wish our booty shook that way. <laughs> you know, so you know, you know how she does. But then for her to decide that, or for her to listen to this man and follow this man and say, "Okay, I'm going to do it," I believe 100% that you could do it because it's going to be the woman following you. So even if it is a woman that like you you know, has already experienced it and done it. Okay, but now we're coming together. 
Because Megan Good will tell you, she tells you that it was hard. And she was like, I don't understand this. I'm used to, you know, this is what I do. And then we as women, that is the truth. You know, we get our bodies in a certain way to get you guys excited. And then that's when we know that we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. We got you. Because look, you're looking at my body, it's looking good. And now you're going to tell me that my body don't do nothing? Okay, so now I have to work this whole other thing. Not that, you know, women do want you to love their mind as Mm -hmm. well. that'll get us right into the whole uh, curry thing. Aisha Curry. Right, because, you know, yes, we want you to see our strength, you know, our, our, our mind and how it works and how we can hold a conversation and how, okay, we do like sports or, okay, we do like cooking or traveling or other things other than just our body. But Lord forbid you don't look at our body or you make or we feel like our body isn't pleasing to you. That's a whole nother ball game. With our psyche as a woman, mm. that doesn't that doesn't mean though, because you see Sierra did it, you see Megan did it, you know, and there's probably tons of other women that have done it. Mm-hmm. You know, it it can be done. It 100% can be done. It's just the communication part of it, and the man and the woman that are in that relationship knowing, hey, look, I got you, and yes, that is very pleasing to me. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. That's all there is to it. it doesn't change how I feel about you or nothing. And then I think also one of my biggest things, because I, I did the whole thing, too. I, I had to do the whole celibacy thing. Really? And yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Really? Yes, I did, because, hello, you got here. I married. Was it, like, right after? I- oh, heck no, it wasn't right after. But it was shortly thereafter. But, okay, there's the slip-ups, too, that happen. I mean, yeah. it's just what it is. Yeah, I mean, hello, Christian or non-Christian, and, and be real and shame the devil and tell the truth. You know, it is what it is. Um, so yes, after I had you and then after I was getting myself together because I felt like I had to do certain things for you. Yeah, that was a big thing that I decided that I was going to do. But in doing it, I remember men telling me, telling me when I would tell them, okay, but I'm not having any sex. Oh, well then I'm not talking to you. Do you know how awful that feels? Oh, that one tell you this. You already got a kid. What? Nigga, I, it I ain't yours. <laughs> Nigga, it what? ain't yours. So what does it matter that I already got? Yes, Dante, that's the way they would come at you because they, you know, you're telling them, you know, you're trying to strand your ground. You're trying to say that I'm not going to do this. This isn't what I'm going to do. Well, why are you not doing it now? Yeah, you were doing it before. You did yesterday. Yeah. Ago. Okay, I don't need you too. I got enough on my back of trying to do this the right way. And so then there's a many of men. There was a many of men that was like, nope, ain't gonna talk to you then, because that's part of it. I mean, I still get men today. That's part of the main thing. They are not, you said it. Am I sure I can do this without finding out what it's like beforehand? Because what if I get it and it's bad? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I decided back then on working on the celibacy thing, I had to trust. I had to put my trust in God. Okay, if I'm going to try to abide by what your word says and I'm going to try to do this, you better make sure he come yeah. correct. Can't be nothing trash. Don't bro. give me no trash. I'm going to be upset. Don't, you know it's not going to work. I'm going to be ready to divorce him. And then I'm going to be looking at you like, then God. Look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming it all on you, Jesus. So you better get it right. You better know. Okay, but again, that still doesn't. That still, I believe that you can do it. The bottom line in this whole thing is that I believe that you can do it, and it is something that you, you can work on to do. It does not mean that you will not slip up. Yes, I have had sex since then. I mean, it just is what it is. It's reality. I mean, but yes, you can see how if you if the both of you are trying to do it together, 
it's probably a whole lot easier than you trying to convince. I think it'll probably be easier for a man to convince a woman Mm -hmm. than it is for a woman to convince a man. I feel that way because men, you know, only think with those parts sometimes. We don't. It's just hard sometimes. It's hard. I understand. It's It's hard for women too. Hey, I don't want to put that on y'all. It's hard for us too. We be faking. We get just as horny. It's hard. I think it's hard as humans. I think it's just it's it's temptation. It's lust. You know what I mean? It's and the point I kind of got to where I've been feeling is like it's temporary. And that's where I see so much of in in the Bible where sex is like this. This it was. I remember as a kid, I viewed it as a sacred act. You know right, what I mean? It's, right. it's it's something that is very very special that you know you only do with your wife right. until you once you get married. Right. So if all you have to follow all of these steps, and as humans, you know. You go out every other weekend, maybe every other day, and find somebody. You sure can. They giving it away. And it's just it's, it 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 got to a point to me where it's just been like, dang, this temporary feeling of satisfaction is just it's it's not enough. One and you feel it in you feel it in your spirit, obviously, mm-hmm. that you know you're losing it. And then it's just it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. It is a lot. It really is a lot. So. My thoughts on on Sunday service were were this too. I talked we talked a lot about this, but another part of this was how when you do fall short. Yeah. Basically the fact of like being a single mother, you know, and not marrying because you know they do talk about husband, wife, you know, and that type of thing and okay, I how do women and how do men deal with the fact of okay, I've fallen short and now you're sitting here and you're telling me one of the most important ways to honor God is to honor your parents. A, what happens if I'm not cool with my parents? What happens if you had Harvey Richard? What happens if you had Harvey Richard? <laughs> Lord, because I know there's some more Harvey Richards out there. You know, but that's what I'm saying. You know, how do you do that? How do you feel like you're not still losing the battle? You know, because you're supposed to be honoring those parents. Yeah. So if you're honoring those parents, but you can't even look them in the eye good, you know, how is that okay? And, and that's a struggle. And then you've got other people, too, that their parents aren't here when they've changed and they've come to the Lord or they're walking with God now. It's like, so it's really hard. You have to be really careful and you have to make sure that you understand that, yes, that's in the word, but you have to remember what your God is and who God is. He's not one. It's not one way. It's just Bro not is one so way. multifaceted, right. multitudinous, so just, just, right. just everything. He's everything. He's everything. It's, it's total. So yes, every lane, say. he kind right. of, there's a, there's a story about it you feel me there's a there's a a scripture for it there's a lesson in it there's a way for you still to honor god with without having your parents here with fornicating with having sex before having kids out of wedlock you know doing all the being a murderer or thief whatever it was whatever it is so that was my biggest thing is that that in that message too was just remembering that there is a lot of grace so yes he does say honor your parents um, because that's very pleasing to him, and that family is very pleasing family, to him. Yeah. Um, so you know, marriage, husband, wife. But okay, I, I, I fell short with the husband thing. But I got this great kid, you know, and and you were the blessing to me in that. So God knows everything. You know, that's my biggest testimony when I'm talking to other single moms and I'm you know sharing things. Mm-hmm. Don't you be worried about that baby. God knew that baby was coming before you knew that baby was coming. So whatever his plan for you is still his plan for you. He already included that baby too. And that was one of the greatest things for me. And then also, everybody in the Bible ain't married. 
Yeah, bro. There's there's some holes some in the Bible. Extra stuff. People, that's the thing, bro. People think the Bible. You know, they hear it and they hear stories of you know Christians and all the things they did, bro. It's, it's there was murderers. There was some people doing some extra there stuff. There was bro. thieves. There was all kind of crazy Paul stuff. Was, Paul was crazy. He was crazy. And like I said, there's holes in the Bible. Rahab, she's in his bloodline. That's in my girl, by the way. In the bloodline. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, because you just there, you're in the Bible. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line in all of this. And I think that was one of the main things that I got when we were sitting there. I, one of the things, because we got so much yesterday. But one of the things is it, he knows your name. That's what I was getting ready to say. He knows, <laughs> he knows your, your name. name. He knows everything. He knows about everything you. about you, and he's still right there with you and ready to be your dog and your ride or die and right there with you to the end. Last question. Yes. And then we're gonna dust the the stuff off these microphones because i see some some dust around here because we haven't been doing this for a minute <laughs> i understand but i wanted to ask you about the aisha curry thing as a woman and hearing that that she was questioning her attractive i don't know is it attractability attractiveness as right. a woman because right. men weren't looking at her even right. though she is married how did you feel about that you know i kind of understood where she was coming from like i said you know we as women we gain weight we go through a lot of things um even I don't have a husband, but being in a relationship with a man and if a guy kind of side looks at another woman, you do unfortunately begin to look at yourself like, well, because you look at that woman. Yep. And you, when you see Ooh. that woman, if her hair is flowing and you got naps. She's prettier than me. Or if, you know, her waist is small and you got a pot belly, you know, a little belly that's left over from something. You know, it's all these things. You know, you're always looking at someone else. but. Yeah. That's why I think, and it just, and I'm gonna, that's gonna be our staple all the time is communication because you just need to have that. You know, like I would sit down and I would say, hey, babe, I'm feeling a little fat, fluffy. You know, I know probably in the normal relationship, you can't say this, but you can tell me this and maybe we can go walk together or we can go and do something. I didn't feel like she was. I didn't, I didn't get what everybody else necessarily got from it. I kind of understood what she was saying, and I kind of understood what other people were saying. There's a huge respect for him, clearly, by men not looking at her, which I think has a lot to do with the man of God that he is. And their relationship. And their relationship. I mean, so, you know, no, he's not worried about some man looking at you, and then, you know, who knows what his prayers are and how his stuff is. So, no, ain't nobody going to look at you. I ain't worried about my wife when she walks outside because I know she's covered. She's covered. You know, so... It's just a, it just had a whole again a lot of facets to it. Mm-hmm. It just did, and and people that's the problem. People, people like go hate. they like to hate and they take right off the surface. Mm-hmm. They don't even get down into the meat or what is really said. Because she was never really she was never saying that she doesn't feel that Steph finds her. It was nothing to do with the relationship with Steph. Literally, right. the next soundbite she starts going about how he's this great man. He doesn't right. get upset. And don't <laughs> nobody say nothing about that. You feel me? But. <laughs> You, it, people. I guess they got from that was you know women never satisfied. That's one thing I saw is that women are you can never one hundred percent satisfy a woman. And I didn't take away that she wasn't satisfied. Right. I just these were things she was thinking. And it's feeling. just things that she's thinking, and we all feel that. And you know what, men feel insecure too. I'm sure at some point in time about something that's going on in their little lives. Dudes definitely be feeling insecure. I know it's a, it's a battle. And I was talking with one of my friends the other day when someone that you've been with in the past mm-hmm. as a or someone she has been with in the past say maybe that's your girl and you see that other person so you know it's a so you buck up a little bit you know what right. i mean you're you're right. naturally just upset right. when you see that person right. you're naturally kind of just not intimidated or insecure but you start thinking 
threatened and you start feeling a response to that feeling of threat of, oh, this man used to be with my girl that I'm with now. When it's 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 communication. It's it comes down to communication. She's got to tell you, bro, that was that was a long time ago. I was a totally different person. You got it receive that and accept that and keep it pushing yeah you really really do because even though he got he's bigger than you he's this than you he's got more than this than you from on the outside Mm -hmm. okay but she's with you Mm -hmm. you know and that's the same thing for us i mean we see like i said we see women walking down the street all the time and it's and it's hard it is really hard because women unfortunately pick themselves apart till there's nothing left for us to do Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing left to us so it's the thing that we need to remember as women is to always build ourselves up and, and look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful even when you don't feel like it. And fellas, I remember Danan, I remember you and Danan kind of instilled this in me. Just tell your girl she's beautiful. Hello. I remember he'd always say to you, hello, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hel- mm-hmm. How you doing today, gorgeous? Mm-hmm. What, what you need, beautiful? Just mm-hmm. just stuff, just simple stuff like that goes a long way. And it really does because it sticks in you. Because even if you're not feeling it, it makes you smile because you think that somebody else sees that beauty in you. Mm-hmm. And so it carries you. And I say it all the time, too. A smile goes a long way. A long. I think we all just want validation. Yes. And we can say we don't. We can act like we don't. You know what but I mean? We, we can put up a it. tough thing. But everybody needs validation, affirmations, just yep. love. Just love. Well, everyone... Welcome back. Welcome back to following us and this hearing is, us. This was, this was good. I thought I was a little rusty at first, but it felt good to be behind the mic again. I know. I like being behind the mic. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the Two Bucks Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Wavy Dante. And I am Dawn D'Antoinette. Follow us on social media at the Two, Buc- at Two Bucks Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, and then we also have Facebook. We also have Facebook. Search Two Bucks Podcast in the search bar. You'll see us iTunes, SoundCloud. iTunes, you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, iTunes Podcasts on the podcast app if you type <laughs> in the Two Bucks Podcast and also SoundCloud. And yeah, y'all, uh, be smooth. Bye. 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 Bye.